0: Welcome to the King is Coming Soon podcast, which is produced by Dominion Media. This is episode 116. Our focus is on national and global news events. My name is Cherub. I'll be your presenter. Please stay with us. You are invited to join us on Mondays. Wednesdays and Fridays for the podcast The King is Coming Soon via the website thekingiscomingsoon.com and on a number of platforms. I'll tell you about them later. Here we examine geopolitical realities on their way. Our segments are White House Roundup, Israel and the Middle East News Highlights. And we also have updates from the Kingdom of Heaven, our devotional. This week, our special focus continues on a series on trusting God. Today's special guest speaker is our brother Cardinal L. McCarty, of Nassau, Bahamas. Brother Cardinal L. McCarty was born in Nassau, Bahamas and he's married to the beautiful Mrs. Hope McCarty. The minute you meet her, you would have no doubt that you are connecting with a sister in the Lord. Brother McCarty is a CPA and has worked in the insurance industry for more than 40 years. Before leaving to head his own insurance company, he served as financial controller of the Colonial Insurance from back in 1988, and he continued to move up the ranks until he was appointed the head of Bahama Health, in 2003. Now, he is the principal and president of Hope Insurance Agents and Brokers Limited, his own company. He and his wife, Hope, are the delightful parents of four children and three grandsons. I first met them around 2008 in Nassau at a marriage seminar. Hope spoke with the women and Brother McCarty spoke with the men. Then again in 2010 we met, this time at the university campus in the United States, during orientation, when their daughter and our son were being admitted to their university to commence their undergraduate studies. Brother McCarty and his family have lived an exemplary life of hope, faith and love. He is also an elder of the Grace Community Church in Nassau, Bahamas. You will glean much from what he shares with us in this episode. today. Brother McCarty will share with us on how Isaac trusts God in his season of famine. Please stay tuned. Today's scripture text is taken from the book of John, chapter 19, verses 17 to 22. And he, bearing his cross, went out to a place called the place of a skull, which is called in Hebrew Golgotha, where they crucified him, and two others with him, one on either side, and Jesus in the center. Now Pilate wrote a title and put it on the cross, and the writing was, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. And many of the Jews read this title, for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and it was written in Hebrew, Greek, and Latin. Therefore the chief priests of the Jews said to Pilate, Do not write the King of the Jews, but he said, I am the King of the Jews. Pilate answered, What I have written, I have written. And this is from the New King James Version. We'll definitely see that Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, died to take away the sins of the people of the world. However, the forgiveness of sins is only made by one's confession. There are two things to be recognized. One, Jesus Christ is Lord. Two, he died, was buried, and rose again for your sins as well as mine, making the redemption plan of God established. Afterwards, acknowledgement of your sin is a must then prayer asking God to forgive you of all your sins, by faith, is required, and then you are saved. Therefore, the steps to a relationship with the King of Kings, Jesus Christ our Lord, are as follows. 1. Recognition of who He is. 2. Believe His Word. 3. Confess your sins. Four, serve the Lord. And finally, anyone, from a child to an adult, can make this confession and make their prayers known to God that they would like to be saved from their sin, and the Lord will save them, children as well as adults. There is no need for anyone to die in their sin today not after Jesus gave his life to save us from the penalty of eternal death. Nevertheless, Satan has a business plan. He has initiatives crafted to deceive, deceive, distract and entrap. Consequently, year after year, the lessons from Jesus' death are told and retold to show all mankind the depth of the love of God for us. However, not too many seem to hear, listen or be moved to make a decision for the one who died in their place. As long as there is life, there is hope, and so we must anticipate that more people would find the sacred hand of Jesus attractive as he was wounded for us. He died for us, so we don't have to die or face the wrath of God, which will come upon the disobedient. In today's devotional, we'll be focusing our attention on how Isaac trusts God, in his season of famine. Please stay tuned as we continue on the series on trusting God. We'll take a break to tell you of one of the churches that has endorsed our program today. Our first segment comes to you with the compliments of the West Reinvelt Wesleyan Church in Georgetown, Guyana, South America. The pastor is Rev. Dr. Martha Williams. The West Reinvelt Church has resumed in-person services on Sunday mornings. They meet for fellowship at 10.30 a.m. Individuals who are unable to make it in person can log on for services via Zoom or Facebook on Sunday mornings. Likewise, on Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m., you can join the West Ramville congregation via Zoom for Bible study. For more information, please visit the church's Facebook page. The West Ramville Church remains committed to serving the community despite the COVID-19 pandemic. Please make plans to attend soon, either in person or online. You will receive a warm welcome there. Welcome back to the podcast. The King is Coming Soon. This is episode 116. Our focus is on national and global news events. In our first segment, we will make a shift. Given we're in the Holy Weekend, where we are remembering the price Jesus paid for our salvation, In this, as well as the next segment, we will present certain scriptures to remember the death of Jesus Christ. And then we will do our devotional. Our scripture text we will present now is taken from the book of John, chapter 18, from verses 33 to 37. Then Pilate entered the paratorium Again, called Jesus and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered him, Are you speaking for yourself about this? Or did others tell you this concerning me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Your own nation and the chief priests have delivered you to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight, so that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now my kingdom is not from here. Pilate therefore said to him, Are you a king then? Jesus answered, You say rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born, and for this cause I have come into the world, that I should bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth has my voice. And this is from the New King James Version. We'll take our second break. This segment comes to you with the compliments of the Heritage Church at Round Lake Beach in Illinois. The pastor is Pastor Justin Laib. The Heritage Church meets on Sundays at 10 a.m. You can find the Heritage Church at 2007 Civic Center Way, Round Lake Beach at the zip code 60073. To contact the Heritage Church, you can call 855-438-7440 or visit their website, info at heritagechurch.cc. Residents in the Chicago and other neighboring areas are invited to make plans to attend on this Resurrection Sunday. Pastor Justin and his team will make you and your family feel at home. Welcome back to the Dominion Media. The King is Coming Soon podcast. Our focus is on national and global news events. Yet again, in our second segment, we present another scripture text for your reflection. It is taken from the book of Luke, chapter 23, from verses 26 to 34. Now, as they led him away, they laid hold of a certain man, Simon a Cyrenian, who was coming from the country. And on him they laid the cross, that he might bear it after Jesus. And a great multitude of the people followed him, and women who also mourned and lamented him. But Jesus turning to them said, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For indeed, the days are coming in which they will say, Blessed are the barren wombs that never bore, and the breasts which never nest. Then they will begin to say to the mountains, Fallen us, and to the hills, Cover us! For if they do these things in the green wood, What would be done in the dry? They were also two others criminals, led with him to be put to death. And when they had come to the place called Calvary, there they crucified him and the criminals, one on the right hand and the other on the left. Then Jesus said, "Father." Forgive them, for they do not know what they do. And they divided his garments and cast lots. This is taken from the New King James Version. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. We are examining national and global news events. Finally, in segment 3, we will look at updates from the Kingdom of Heaven. This week, we are focusing on a series on trusting God. Before we continue, let's have a quick review of today's presentation. Jesus tells Pilate, the Roman governor, that he is a king. Additionally, Jesus tells the women to weep for their families and not for him, as in the days ahead, it would be really bad in the world. Welcome to our devotional. All week we've been looking at the series on trusting God. On Monday, we focused on how Isaac entreats God for children, knowing that God can do so. On Wednesday, we focused on the fact the course of destiny is determined in the womb. The brothers, Jacob and Esau. Likewise, on Friday, our special guest speaker shares with us on how Isaac trusts God in his season of famine. Please, let's welcome our special guest, Brother McCarty, as he causes us to see that in the lifetime of each of the three patriarchs, there was a famine, and that in each instance, God took a totally different approach, and he offers us a general perspective as to why God handled each case so differently. This is, while he is a consistent God, he is a God of variety and diversity. Please pay keen attention to the pertinent nuggets our brother gives to us for serious consideration. Brother McCarthy
1: Our lesson for today is taken from Genesis chapter 26 verses 1 to 6 and 12 to 14. And it reads as follows. Now there was a famine in the land, besides the previous famine in Abraham's time. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines, in Gerar. The Lord appeared to Isaac and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land where I tell you to live. Stay in this land for a while, and I will be with you and will bless you. For to you and your descendants I will give all these lands, and will confirm the oath I swore to your father Abraham. I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky, and will give them all these lands, and through your offspring all nations on earth will be blessed, because Abraham obeyed me and did everything I required of him, keeping my commands, my decrees, and my instructions. So Isaac stayed in Gira Isaac planted crops in that land, and the same year reaped a hundredfold. Because the Lord blessed him. The man became rich and his wealth continued to grow until he became very wealthy. He had so many flocks and herds and servants that the Philistines envied him. When we read this passage, we see a common thread throughout the forefathers or patriarchs of Israel. There was famine in the land. While the famine in Egypt during Jacob's time is indeed the most famous of the three and possibly the longest and most severe of all, There were a few common denominators in all three stories. These men trusted God and obeyed Him, and God kept His promise to protect and bless them. It's also interesting to note that while God was directing the course of human history by using nature in each instance, He did not deal with each situation in the same manner. That's because while God is a consistent God, He is a God of variety and diversity. In Abraham's case, God was silent, and Abraham chose to go to Egypt. Not sure why God allowed this since Egypt was a testy land in which to live, but it might be that he knew Abraham was up to the task. In Jacob's case, he went to Egypt for family reasons, which God had orchestrated through Jacob's son Joseph, who at the time was the second most powerful man in Egypt. In Isaac's case, he commanded him not to go. The Lord tells Isaac to dwell in this land, to stay in Gira near the border of Canaan. And yet, in every instance, God's promise was the same. He says, I will be with you and will bless you. If nothing else is learned from this story, it is clearly evident that God is not deterred or surprised by our circumstances. As we can see, each of the patriarchs had different circumstances, but the end result was the same. It is so unfortunate that so often, we allow our circumstances to weigh us down or get the better of us. We tend to pay more attention to our circumstances than to the God of our circumstances, and this is where we can lose our way. We must grow to appreciate, and I'm speaking to myself as well, that whether we are in feast or famine, God is with us and He is the great equalizer. The Apostle Paul, in Philippians 4, 11-13, puts it best, Not that I am referring to being in need, for I have learned to be content with whatever I have. I know what it is to have little, and I know what it is to have plenty. In any and all circumstances I have learned the secret of being well fed and of going hungry, of having plenty, and of being in need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. This is the believer's secret weapon and what separates us from other religions or faiths. To know that God is faithful even when we are not, and his blessings reside over us regardless of our circumstances. I'm reminded of Pastor Rick Warren's encouragement to believers in his Daily Hope devotionals when he muses over how the people of God so casually respond to the question, How are you doing today? Okay, under the circumstances. He goes on to ask, Why are you under the circumstances? In fact, he says, With Jesus in our boat, we ought to live above the circumstances. How simple. And yet, so profound. There is one other observation i like to make. And that observation is found in the middle of the verses we read earlier. In verses 7-11, we see Isaac sinning in the same fashion as his father Abraham by lying about his wife's true identity, and not just to anyone, but to the King of all people. In both cases, they could have easily risked death. This shows us how strong heritage curses are and the need for us to break them. My wife Hope and I, primarily Hope, are in the middle of of writing a book entitled Confront and Exchange, where we are encouraging believers to confront their cursed heritage and exchange them for God's blessings instead. This is so critical to our Christian development because even while God is blessing us, he is not pleased with our sins or the curses that hold us back. This short excerpt from the life of Isaac confirms once again that when we trust and obey God, he will indeed open his storehouse of blessings upon us. And for some reason, this lesson today brings to memory that old hymnal, For there is no other way to be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. May God bless each of us as we continue on the road to sanctification. Amen.
0: On behalf of the podcast listeners, I would like to express our sincere gratitude to Brother McCarty for his very insightful presentation on the life experiences of Isaac. One aspect of what he shared with us requires our urgent attention. Particularly, he pointed to the manner, like father, so did Isaac the son. They both lied to the king of their day, saying their wives were their sisters. Brother McCarthy urges us to break generational curses and to confront them. He mentions the book his wife Hope is working on. So he says that we must exchange generational curses for God's blessings instead. He says that this is critical to our Christian development. Let's pray. Our Father... Who art in heaven, we heard this word you laid on our brother's heart. Very insightful, giving us the picture and the perspective that you require that we should reflect on. Help us, O Lord, to realize that while you allowed the patriarchs to be tested, it was not their doing that caused the test, but you allowed it, the famine as their test, to examine their hearts and to see whether they would trust you. And we have concluded, Isaac trusted you because he obeyed your voice. Lord, help us to be obedient. Help us that it would set the course not only for our lives, but for our generations that follow. That it would say that they are obedient because it's like their grandmother, or like their mother, or like their great-aunt. Lord, help us to stand in the gap and set the course for our future generations by the choices we make today. Father, our brother pointed to generational curses, how sometimes they can be established through behavior, through lying, through stealing, through covetousness, through various behaviors that are not acceptable to you. Therefore, Lord, whatever our foreparents did that were displeasing and that caused the same traits to run through our DNA, we ask you to forgive us and cleanse us and break those curses and help us to live a victorious and complete life now and serve you with a loyal heart. Let us not have secret hatred or malice toward others, like our great-grandmother somebody, but help us to be loving, to be kind, and establish a loving heritage for the descendants that are going to come behind. Teach us to number our days. Teach us to humble ourselves before you, and so that we would succeed in our time, and those who follow will succeed as well. In Jesus' name, amen we will pray also for those who do not know the lord jesus christ as their lord and savior this is a pertinent time a very good opportune time for you to give your heart to the lord for he took your place on the cross now it's a fair exchange you would have life everlasting by giving your heart to him so please repeat after us who are praying for you today abba father Today, I confess my sins and acknowledge that I have sinned against you. Today, I receive your gift of eternal life, which comes to me through Jesus Christ, your only begotten Son. Through him, I understand I can obtain salvation. So, I repent of my sins and I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Save me, help me, and keep me. For your name's sake. And make your plans that you have established for me come to pass. In Jesus' name, Amen. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. This is episode 116. In closing, we would like to say thank you for staying with us. You can find the King is Coming Soon podcast via multiple platforms, namely Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Google Pod Beans, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, Pandora, Radio Public, Instagram, Twitter, and on the website thekingiscomingsoon.com. Please advertise with us for a great price. Kindly fill out your request form on the website. The King is coming soon.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors. I also would like to express our heartfelt appreciation to Brother McCarty who discussed with us today the paradigm on the life of Isaac and how he... His father Abraham and his son Jacob, the patriarchs, trusted God in their generations. He observed that they all experienced a common thread, famine, in their generations. Let's stop and reflect. God allowed Abraham to experience a famine. So did Isaac and likewise Jacob. Look and see, in every instance, God had a different approach. God is not deterred or surprised by our situations, Brother McCarty stated. So, we can and must go to him. Your assignment requires a specific approach from mine. And so, you must get the guidance from the Lord. God wants us to trust him. In this Holy Week, let's come to him and seek him for the mandate he has and the guidance on how he plans to accomplish his plans for us. Don't run off before you have his clear guidance. Do not imitate others. Be yourself. Be honest. Fair God. Write the vision down. Thanks also to Akutj for his handy work, in the chauffeur. I have been your presenter, Cherub. Jesus Yeshua is coming soon. See you next time. Shalom.